I guess I'll just have to take your word for it uh, for now. Um, and uh, please, uh, no food or drink in here uh, during the service, before, during, or after. Um, so if if some of the people maybe in the in the way back, I'm pretending like I can't see you. I can totally see you. Um, but if you want to move forward, just so the the lollygaggers who like to stroll in. 10, 15, 20, sometimes an hour late. It's crazy, but they do do it. If you want to move towards the front, uh, I would greatly appreciate that. If not, you know, I tried. Uh, but uh, that's all for me. So without further ado, here's Jesse. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Amazing. <laughs> you got to applaud for Nelson. <laughs> You guys don't want to move up. What would happen if you moved up? <laughs> Who are you hiding from back there? She didn't want to get picked on. I won't pick on you. What's your name? <laughs> so I'll be sure not to pick on you. Okay. Fifteen seconds. Hey, how are you? Yeah, you look uh, you look younger. <laughs> Did you have a third? Good morning. Welcome to church. I'm Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you for being with us. Um, you can get involved by uh, going to our chat line on YouTube. It's amazing. And we're back from, oh, good morning, y'all. Good morning. Good morning. So we're back from last Sunday. Did anybody show up last Sunday and do it a lot? Oh, good. I'm glad. We tried to make the announcement early. Uh, as you know, we were down in Florida, and I spoke at uh, APAC. AFPAC, AFPAC, right? Thank you. And it was amazing. It really, really was. And then we had to look around because we planned to make a move to Florida. So we looked around at some places. Florida, it was like walking back in time, really. You get off the plane, you take that stupid mask off, and you live again. And you forget that you used to wear a mask and everybody afraid of one another People strolling around and eating and having fun. And it, it's like we went back in the future or in the past or in the future. And then we came back to California back in hell. <laughs> I'm like, what the? <laughs> but Florida was amazing. I do have to say, everybody is fat. <laughs> there are no skinny people in Florida. Well, one or two. Right? What? Evidently. That's right. The, the daddy fat, the mama fat, the child fat. <laughs> really. Everybody just fat. I'm like, whoa. And white people look funny fat to me. Because <laughs> I live uh, in Ego Town. Ain't no white people fat out here. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's skinny. So when I see a fat white woman, 
or mad and look weird. But it's because they have good food. I had some grits with, uh, what did I have on it? Shrimp and grits. Shrimp and grits with bacon on it. I wanted to lick the bowl. <laughs> it was so good. It was so good. But it was fun. The weather was amazing. Florida is very clean, at least the part we were in. Very clean, no stuff on the grounds and things like that. But it was good. Uh, it's nice to be back. Good to be back to church. Uh, anybody here for the first time? Yes, sir. Let's start here first and then I'll go. Tell me your name and how did you hear about us? <laughs> uh, my name is Johnny. Uh, I heard from you guys from my cousin here. Uh, about, oh, no, about two years look like him. Yeah, sort of. Yeah. Like I two years, like two years ago. <laughs> Somebody messed up. I'm kind of like, you know, honey yeah. wheat. Yeah. You know, so. Right. But yeah, like two years ago, watching the show, watching church online, uh, get a job. So I've been following about, about two years. Yeah. Did you go and forgive your mother yet? I did. And how did that go? She just got real quiet and then she, she cried, you know, and then she said she, she accepted it. Like it wasn't a, wasn't a hard thing. And then our relationship, it literally changed overnight. So yeah. at first when she would call, I'd be like, oh, why is she calling me? I would get like upset or uh, standoffish because I didn't really want much to do with her yeah. because of how she's always kind of just treated me like a piggy bank kind of. But when I did that, it changed. It nice. completely changed. She stopped. I don't know what happened. She just stopped asking me for money. She stopped yeah. coming at me in a certain way. And we actually can talk and she's learning who I am because she's never been in my life. So it, it was a complete transformation. And I, I love her just the way she is. You yeah, know? And, that's um, right, man. But I didn't before. I definitely hated her. Absolutely. <laughs> so, yeah. Amazing. How about your father? Same with my father. Yeah. He's kind of, he's still stuck in the past. Like, yeah. And I haven't seen him or talked to him in many, many years. But um, I texted him because I, I was like, he's on Facebook. How come he ain't responding? I was like, it's cool. You know, so texted him and um, told him I forgave him. Don't worry about the past. Don't worry about anything. I love you the way you are. I forgive you. This is why, you know, I'm saying these things. And then all of a sudden, and this was recent, like a month ago, he texted me. He was like, and, and just reached out to me. And um, now he's trying to kind of have a, a talk with me now, but he's still stuck in the old ways of what he's forget. I was like, you don't have to talk about the past, dad. Like, I forgave yeah. you. It's okay. No, nice. so start right now yeah. and move forward, and, and whatever it is, it is. You know. Good man. Yeah. Right on. Amazing. Yeah. Well, thanks for coming. Thank you. I'm glad you're here. You live here in LA, or I live in uh, San Jose. Oh, San Jose. Yeah, okay. and I came to visit this guy. And I was like, we gotta go see Jesse from here. You know? Nice. Like, so, <laughs> Amazing. You know. Thank you. Well, thanks for coming. Your name, sir. How did you hear about us? My name is Michael, and I. My name is Michael, and I found out about you through your your show on YouTube, and like some of the things that you were saying, and. Wanted to come out and see you in person. Did you go and forgive your mother? Oh, I nothing personal. I just don't want to talk about um, my personal life. Oh, That's okay, it. nice. And how about that beard? <laughs> Is, uh, are you Jewish? Uh, I have some Jewish heritage, yes. Right on. I like Jews. <laughs> no, I'm like, well, welcome, man. Thank you very much. Welcome. Anybody else first time? Okay. So... Um, any questions about anything? Anybody had a life this last two weeks? A life. You had a life? Well, I have a life every day, but um, <laughs> I had an incident on Thursday, which uh, goes to your biblical question, are you a fighter? You know, uh, I guess my answer would uh, 
follow up with a question because uh, on Thursday uh, I was trimming my neighbor's hedge. I do his gardening work because my father and I, as you know, I've told you before that. I'm looking for a gardener. Oh, well, yeah. I want your number. Okay, yeah. So I, I, uh, well, I gave it to Nick. He hasn't given it to you. He may have. But months I, ago. <laughs> I need a can. Yeah. But anyway. Um, I have a lazy gardener right now. Oh, yeah. So I was trimming. Oh, yeah. Was it like me, right? <laughs> yeah. Are you but, a lazy Mexican? No. Oh, okay. I'm an American Mexican. There you go. There's Mexican American. You know, they say Mexican American. No, American Mexican. My parents are from Mexico, but I'm from here. But nice. American, you know. Okay. So I was doing my neighbor's yard, um, trimming his hedge. Uh, out in the front by the sideway by the sidewalk, and uh, another neighbor of mine was a friend of mine. You know, uh, we were talking. You know, and I was halfway done. We were talking, having a conversation, and then this random guy came. Up, I, he looked drunk. You know, he, he started uh, screaming. Uh, you know, "Hey, viva Mexico!" Right? You know, and he and he grabbed my neighbor and he shook him up. You know, and I told him, "Hey, hey, calm down, man. You know, what's what's wrong with you? You know, and, yeah, you know this and that. You know, he was talking about." Mexico and this land is ours and whatever. And like, hey, calm down, man. You know, my neighbor left right away. You know, he's an older guy, you know. So he just left, you know. And I had to stay there because I had to finish trimming the hedge, you know. And uh, so he started babbling on about some... I wanted to ignore him, you know. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, yeah. And I told him, look, I got to get back to work. You know, I got to finish this. And then he started getting mad, you know. And he tried to jump up on me. And, and I had the uh, hedge trimmer with me, you know, and, and I pushed him back. I said, hey, what, what's wrong with you, you know? Did you curse? Well, well yeah, I did. Yeah, I can hear you cursing. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, hey, get back, you know. But this was all in Spanish, you know. I'm translating as, si. you know, yeah, yes, yeah. But uh, I said, hey, what's, what's wrong with you? I don't even know you, you know. Hey, don't you see that I'm working? You know, I, I got to get back to work. And so also started, short. He started blah, blah, blah. And then he went across the street. And the whole time I was finishing tr- trimming the hedge, he, he was throwing rocks at me. You know, he was throwing rocks and, you know, babbling on and throwing rocks. And I finished my job, you know. And then uh, when I finished picking up the trash and I took out my neighbor's trash cans. And, and, and long story short. He, he threw a window. No, he threw a window. He threw a <laughs> rock at my neighbor's window and broke it. Whoa. So. <laughs> was he high? He looked drunk. He seemed yeah. drunk because Everybody he was babbling high. on about, he was babbling on about some yep. senseless stuff, you know. So. How did it end? I just, you know, the, the tent, my neighbor's tenant, because it's a duplex, came out. Hey, Danny, uh, did did, uh, did you see anybody who threw the rock? Yeah, it's some guy wearing a this uh, jacket, this black uh, cloth jacket. He was throwing rocks at me earlier. Oh, okay. And then my neighbor called me later, and then he told me, hey, you know, but they're on vacation now. So imagine, you know, that ruined their vacation. So I guess my question is, for defending myself, now my neighbor has a broken window. Was I wrong? Did I overreact? I mean, because if somebody's trying to jump on you, why would you let them jump? You push them back, right? I yeah, mean, you have a right to protect yourself. For but sure. now my neighbor has a broken window. So, I mean, was it my fault? I don't know. No? I, I mean, wasn't there. Yeah. But you feel like it was your fault? I mean, at the moment I had to react and defend myself. But because and, of that, now my neighbor has a broken window. Is the neighbor so back? My fault? Are they back? No, well, I've never seen that guy before in my life. Your neighbor. Oh, the, oh, um, they went on vacation. Uh, Are they back in town? No, uh, they left on Wednesday. They'll be back next week. Oh, this I week, see. You know, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. When the neighbor come, you guys work that out. Yeah. Just have a way to see. Yeah. So are you a fighter? Uh, I'm a fighter when I need to be, but I'm a, I'm usually a defender. 
So I oh. defended myself, and I think I defended my neighborhood from that crazy guy, but he attacked, you know, he threw the yeah. rock and broke my neighbor's window, so now he's, when he comes back, he's going to have to, so, I mean. I don't know. It Was that wrong for, did I overreact? I don't know. No? Do you feel like you overreacted? I mean, uh, you can't tell if you overreacted or not. At the moment, I mean, I had to. But when you reflect on it, did you overreact? No, because I ignored him every time he was throwing rocks at me. I just kept trimming the hedge. Oh, okay. I did like, this guy's crazy. Why, well, why are I... you doubting yourself? Well, I mean, if I would have been a fighter, I would have gone across the street and beat him up. But why would I do that to a stranger? But why are you doubting yourself get, you know... about overreacting or not? Well, I mean, I don't know. Really, I can't. I don't know. Beta. Yeah. Beta, man. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, but I mean, I, I will, I'll get back to the fighting thing in a minute. Yeah, right, I'll come yeah. back to it. Yeah, there's a spiritual fight and there's a physical fight, right? You know, so yeah, in I'll this come case, back to I it. mean, I had to push that guy away, you know, so now my neighbor has a broken window. Like, so, I, I'll come back to yeah. it. Did you drive here to the bus or walk today or airplane? I drove here. You drove. And what did you notice along the way today? Um, that there wasn't a lot of traffic, and basically I had a nice clear path, and that it was nice out sunny, because yesterday it was kind of cloudy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And you noticed that coming in this morning? Yeah. Oh, okay. Did you drive, walk, or took a plane? How did you get here today? Today, I drove. With At, He drove. <laughs> oh, you didn't drive? No. And what I, did you I, yeah. notice along the way? Uh, it was sunny. Yeah, no traffic. Uh, it was clear. Uh, also, I noticed the. I never been to LA, so I noticed the skyline and how beautiful it looks on the outside. And then you come in and it's hell on earth. I'm joking. That that didn't happen. But <laughs> but when I came in, it was it was nice. It was it's clear, and we just came straight here. Oh, okay. You know, as I was coming, but as I we got closer to the building, I noticed how things started to look uh, a little antiquated. I guess you could say, as if it's <laughs> antiquated. Yeah, yeah, as what, things are just starting to, things that used to be lovely are starting to slowly fall apart. Oh, okay. I guess you could say. Um, even though I've never been here, but that's what it sort of looked like as, right. as we were approaching the area. Yeah. Right on. Did you drive, walk, took a plane, or flew in today? I drove with him. I'm sorry? I said I was in the back seat with him. And what did you notice along the way? A uh, smooth journey. I mean, me and Shine were talking, so. Um, kind of clear, you know, not sunny, but not cloudy. Oh, okay. And, yeah, not much traffic. That's that it? Mm -hmm. uh, oh, did you call your mother? You were here last Sunday, right? Or Sunday before the that? Sunday before. Did you call your mother? I had called my mother um, a year ago. Did you forgive her? Mm-hmm. And what was wrong with you last Sunday? Um, we were talking about peace. Oh, and so do you have peace now? Yes, I'd say it's getting it's getting better. We've been talking about it for the last two weeks. In what way is it getting better? That I'm catching myself in certain situations where I feel like I'm taking back the control and then I have to, like, recognize it, yeah. slow down, watch it, and then release it again. So I just oh, have good. to keep doing that over and over when I catch it. Nice. Are yeah. you doing a silent prayer? Yes. Good. Yeah. So that must be easier for you, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. You seem better. You look... Better, more relaxed today than yeah, before. I'm getting there. Yeah. Good. I'm glad to hear that. Um, 
Did you drive? What did you notice along the way today from home to here? I noticed that the Dollar Tree was packed. The Dollar um, Tree? Yeah. That's a store? Yeah. Oh, okay. And, um... That it was clear is nice. It seemed, I noticed like every Sunday when I come here, like the way I take has been clear. It's been really like better than throughout the week. So I noticed the weather. And oh, okay. I, I like that. Amazing. Did you notice anything along the way, Alexis, while I dr- driving here or riding here, how you ever got here? Um, yeah, well, uh, like a lot of other people are saying, the weather, um, you notice, well, People are out there in the world um, minding their own business, doing their own thing, and I always find myself watching people, and um, I always just seem to notice that the world kind of just seems to be, it has a, an interesting rhythm. People are out there in the world um, kind of, not like zombies, but they just don't seem to have much life in them. They were kind of just mindlessly out and about walking around the city doing their thing. You know, Uh, you're in a city like LA and it's nice, but I can't help but notice that being in the city, there's still a lot of movement, but there's no life here. The weather can be nice and there's things going on, but I notice that there's something missing. Nice. What did you notice, Big Bob, on your way here today? A lot of out of state license plates. Oh, yeah? Yeah, a lot. Quite a few. Crazy people coming in. What's that? What's that crazy Crazy people moving in, same people moving out. Right. Yeah. So you notice that this morning coming in? Uh Uh-huh. Anything else? Uh, Gas prices. Not the same. I know gas prices (laughs) through the roof. My car was literally on half wool. It was at the half wool thing. So I said, let me fill my car up to see what it costs. It cost $61, half full. And normally it would cost that much to fill it up when it was empty. It's, I'm like, this guy's probably like $5 or something right down the road here. And one guy was yelling at this, at the guy saying, he was like, down the road, it's $7. He was all upset. <laughs> but that's a mess, huh? It really is. And yeah, we were over there trying to save somebody else's borders. Right, huh? <laughs> while I was home line going to, going to hell in a handbasket. But we got love. We love Ukraine more than we love America. Right. Weird. What a mess. Yeah. Do you live in your imagination? No. Oh, no. Your your practice not being there? Yeah. What's that like for you? Um, Peaceful. It is? Yeah. Yeah. Clear mind. Yeah. You know, things come, but I I realize it immediately and just, you know, go about my business. That's right. Yeah. I, um, the reason I'm asking this is because there's only one issue that human beings have. Well, maybe two. You need to repent. Meaning you need to drop the anger. You need to overcome the anger so that God can draw you into the kingdom of, of, of the light, of love, right? And in the kingdom of love, he would change everything. Everything would change just like that. It would start to change. You would start to see. And I'm fortunate in that I talk to people around the world Really, I really do almost every day, but not quite every day. And all kind of races of people, men and women and everything. And everybody got the same issue. There are no new issues. There are no new issues. One thing that all human beings have in common 
and so all adults and self so children and they're working on it. Everybody have vices. And everybody is trying to fight the vices rather than overcoming the heart, overcoming the anger. Because they think that they can fight the vices and then they fight one another with each other vices. I, I talked to homophodites. You know what that is? I literally have counseled five homophodites. It's the same issue, same complaint. They're in there, they have hatred in their hearts because they're angry and they live in their imagination. And they are trying to resolve the wrong problem. We cannot change anything of ourselves. I've talked to lesbians, homosexuals, drug addicts. I talked to a, a guy who just got out of prison, and he said that somebody another he heard my show while in prison. Somebody told him about it. And one thing that happens in the prison is that when people come in for different crimes, if they molest children or beat up the woman or something, apparently. The other inmate jump on that person. They'll beat up that person, right? As though the crime that they committed was better than the person that's coming in. And this guy said that after listening to my show and getting to know himself, he realized that the crime he had committed was that bad at the one as the rapist or whatever, right? But he didn't realize that because he was judging them, thinking that their crime was worse than others. And he started telling some of the other guys about it, and they stopped beating up people because they realized they were no better than anyone else. Everybody has something they're into because they're born into sin, into a fallen state. I know men and women who are judging one another. I know men who are sleeping with their brother's wife, and they are judging other people, and they still haven't sex with the brother's wife. I'm like, what the... But they think their stuff is not as bad as somebody else's stuff. Anybody ever done that? You think your little vice is not as bad as the next person's vice, so you judge the next person, right? We absolutely cannot judge one another because what you do to others come back on you. When you think you're judging someone else, you're judging yourself. Uh, but everybody, it's the same thing around the world. It's the same fight. And I realized... What happened to me is when I was sick that time, a while back now, I realized I couldn't make myself well. I, had, I didn't want to be sick. I wanted to come to work. I wanted to do my show and thing. But I realized I could not make myself well. So I just let go. I like, I'm sick. I'm going to just let go and let this thing pass, right? And then I realized from there that I'm going to be all in with everything. No more fighting anything. I'm giving up the fight. And let life just happen through me. And it was the best decision that I've ever made. And I didn't make the decision. I sought to make the decision. The decision, right? And I realized by counseling with all kinds of people, and I'm fortunate that I talk to people because the cause and effect is the same, but the way people react to it is the same. It's no different. It really is no different. And so I realized that there's not but one issue primary issue that you have is your imagination. Every dark thing that you do come from the imagination. All your vices come from the imagination. If you didn't have the imagination, you wouldn't have the vices. You wouldn't be an alcoholic or a drug addict or a hater or you wouldn't try to, or jealous or envious or 
with strife. You wouldn't try. It would be impossible to hurt your fellow man if you didn't live in your imagination. If you really, really pay attention, everything that's wrong with you comes from the thoughts, from the imagination. Your fear, your shy, your insecurities, your whatever your vice may be, it all comes from the imagination. And that's why God said, uh, bring every thought into captivity. Every thought. All thoughts are all lies all the time. There's no such thing as a true thought at all. Not one iota. And if you can overcome thoughts, you can be free just like that. You, you will live in this world and not be impacted by the world at all. It's so amazing. It really is. If you had truckloads of friends, well, nobody have friends anyway. You do realize that, right? Nobody like each other. It's all fake. They like, you like one another until you disagree, until some, and then you don't like each other, right? You turn, because nobody like each other. Family members don't like each other. Husband and wife don't like each other. It's all fake because it's based on emotional love that comes from the imagination. Uh, this, um, God said that the sin is of the heart. It's not where you carry it out, where you do the sin. It's of the heart. It's how you, what causes you to do it. That's where the sin is. So you got to, all you have to do is overcome the thoughts and you can be free. You can be alone and, and not even care. You can be with a crowd and not even care. It would, it would be nothing missing. It's all in the imagination. It's all in the thoughts. The real you have no problems. None. Zero problem. The not you have the problems. The thing that you identify with. You're trying to get an identity from it, and that's the problem. You really, we, we have no problem. It's an illusion. Life is really, outside of the darkness of the imagination, life is amazing. If you want to be free, you got to get to know yourself. You got to keep your eyes on you. Ain't nobody no good. Everybody's evil. Everyone has an evil heart. Except the one or two people who have been blessed enough to start recognizing that the imagination is their enemy and not their friend. And they are one or two because most people, you notice, they'll get on that straight and narrow path, but something threw them off just like that. One little incident, they're gone. They're off the path. And that's because they really don't want to be on that straight and narrow. They love their misery. They don't want to be on that straight and narrow. They pretend they don't love their misery, but they do. Have you ever, I've counseled with people who just love Love complaining. I'm like, shut up. <laughs> Can't you hear yourself? They don't want you to take their misery away from them. They'll beat you up if you try to take their complaining away. Some you, have you ever met someone that loved complaining? They'll go on for an hour. Mama. Uh, real mama. <laughs> they love complaining. They don't want you to take their misery away. People, most people love their misery. They pretend they don't, but they really do because you tell them how to overcome it, they don't. They really don't. But you only have one thought, I mean one problem. You identify with the imagination, with thoughts. 
all thoughts are all lies all the time. I counseled with a couple this week, and I won't say their name, but it's prevalent. It's not just the one couple. And the, uh, the wife, father cheated on the mother, according to the, the, this man's wife. The father cheated on her mother when she was little. And so she identified with the mother because the mother played victim. Women are not victims. Women are not victims. And men, y'all can't save a woman. Stop. I know men who are taking on other men and women because the woman said, my husband was mean to me. My husband beat me. My husband this. And so they feel sorry for that woman and take her as his woman. And then she, do, she does the same thing to him. Isn't that amazing? You can't save anyone. But anyway, so this woman said that her mother, her father cheated on the mother. And so without realizing, she identified with the mother, so she didn't like the father anymore. And so what happened was she got, became an adult, she got married, and she cheated on her husband. And the reason she cheated on her husband was he thought, because she thought all men were the same. Satan told her that. So, but her husband has never cheated her at all. And now she's afraid that the husband is going to cheat on her. And you can't get any logic in her mind at all. Your husband's not cheating. Your husband's not going to, yes, he will. He's going to cheat. I'm like, all right, you're going to drive him to cheat. And when he cheats, you're going to blame him for it. It's a mess. It's in the imagination. All of your fears, all of your doubts, all of your worries, all of your jealousy and envy and strife and trying to hurt one another is in the imagination. Really. You overcome thoughts, you'll be free. You have identified with the wrong thing. Anyway, I saw a couple of hands. I saw here first. Does that make sense a little bit? Every human being living their thoughts. Every human being. And that's why everything around you is so important to you. The world is not important. I was looking at Putin, and I'm paying attention to him. And then this other guy, right, in Ukraine. And Putin reminded me of Trump. I remember when Donald Trump announced that he was running for president. All hell broke loose. And all, everybody, not everybody, the people tried to stop him. They couldn't stop him. And once he got in, they attacked, attacked, attacked. They couldn't, it didn't matter to him. He did what he had to do. Putin seemed to be. Now, I don't know why they're fighting. I don't know what's going on in Russia. But Putin is smarter than the whole world. The whole world wonder how can we get this man? Even Dom Condoleezza Rice said, he must be crazy. <laughs> I think he's crazy. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's very smart. Very smart. And that is in us to be that way, but you got to come out of the darkness. You can't be of the world and light the world. You have to be in it, but not of it. And the world lives in the imagination and emotions. Yes, ma'am. So you were saying about people that love their misery, right? And not judging. <clears throat> so what would be the difference? Because I, you know, I see that in certain people in my life, and I've been distanced. I distance myself. As soon as you see it, make sure you run away from them. Be done with but them. But that's not judging, correct? No, as long as you don't hate them for it. They can't help it. Okay, so judgment would be... Hating. Hate it. You see injustice and you will hate the person. Okay. That's why once you come out of that imagination, you're going to see clearly 
and you're going to see how you've been living and how you've been acting and what you've been doing, and that's going to prevent you from judging anyone, even your enemy. It would be impossible. It would be literally impossible to judge, and it would be impossible to try to get revenge because you would clearly see they can't help themselves. They literally can't help it. So I would stay away from them, be done with them, but don't judge them, don't resent them. But God allow you to see that because he's protecting you from evil. But some people say, oh, no, they just made a mistake. You know, they don't mean it. They're nice. Don't do that. That's a setup from the imagination. Be done. Otherwise, you'll live to regret it. That makes sense? Yeah. Um, yes, sir. Hold on one minute here. Uh, just, I, I mean, I feel like you just gave the answer, but when you when you say be done with them, you know, I, I know that when someone like that comes into my life, even from the past, that I've maybe just washed my hands of, I wish them well, I let them go on their way. If they come back into your life um, and you are able to stay out of your head and just, I wish you well, you know, I'm not, I'm not playing that game with you. If that's the game you're bringing, I'm not going to engage. Um, or do you think it's better to just not respond and completely just cut be that done. part off? And Don't let them back in your life. Interesting. Okay. Really, be done. Because that person is still the same person. You may wake up and you may, may be able to see and not hate, right? But that, that doesn't mean that person has changed. Absolutely. I wonder about like the engagement of not like not engaging at all. I guess that's what you're saying is be done or knowing that when they try to bring that old relationship or that old mentality out of you. No, when just... you see them come down the road, you go on the other side. Yeah, all right. Really? No, I hear you. Yeah. You cannot play with evil. Evil don't play. Evil is evil. Every thought that you have is evil. Did you know that? Every thought that you have, the ones that seem good and the ones that seem bad. You know how you have nice thoughts? Oh, that's a nice person. I like that. I like that jacket on that person. That's an evil thought. <laughs> really. Every thought that you have, there's no such thing as a righteous or good thought. All or true thought. All thoughts are all lies about anything all the time. When God said to bring every thought into captivity, he didn't mean, oh, you can hold on to this. This is a nice one. You keep that one. But let this one go. All thoughts are all evil all the time about anything. One last thing. Is that because even when you're having a good thought, you're, you're, uh, you're kind of like giving yourself a pat on the back for this good thought, even though that's the ego, no, right? No, it's not... because you, some people do pat themselves on the back, but if you notice when you have a so-called good thought, you feel relaxed. Mm-hmm. And like you don't feel the same pressure that you feel when you have a so-called bad thought, right? And so because you don't feel that pressure, you stop watching the thoughts. Because you think now you're home, you stop watching the thoughts. But you're supposed to observe even those good thoughts because all they're doing is setting you up for a bad thought. Mm-hmm. The moment you think you feel good, it's going to bring you down. It's going to tell you something or somebody else is going to approach you the wrong way or something will happen, and now you're down. All thoughts, anything that comes from the imagination, any thought. There are practical thoughts like, you know what, I had to make dinner. What do I want for dinner? 
Oh, I gotta get my car repair. You go get your car repair. When you get your car repair, you're done with that. Practical thoughts, what I'm aware, you know, that kind of thing. But you don't live by those thoughts. And you want to stop living by the imagination. You want to cut that out. Yes, sir. Is that clear? And it's the, you really gotta, as this young lady was saying, last week or week before last, she was all out of it. Because she was living in her imagination. And now that she's paying a little attention to the thoughts, she feels much better, a little better. A little light would carry you a long ways. And a little light, which comes from within, which comes from God, a little light would carry you a long ways, and it, it would cause you to want to start focusing on the not you more and more. A little light, you get more light and more light and more light. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I I, uh, I still live too much in my imagination, but yeah. the last few weeks I've I've been so much more aware of it, and definitely it's it has I've caught myself. But it, actually, a couple times this last week, I was in conversations with people. Um, one was a former business colleague. One was more of a personal conversation, and I I realized like I was posing to sort of get an outcome out of them, or you know, like I yeah. realized I was imagining, and then I realized they were imagining too. Like I I was able to see it a lot more clearly. I love the fact that you were able to see that you were posing. You're trying to put up a fake image. Absolutely, man. Yeah. And and so the one it just I just kinda noticed it. But then the other one, I the business colleague, I, I tried to be much more just present there, get rid of the image, and I noticed it actually kind of caused them to then do the same. Like like I feel like we ended up having actually like a very like the most honest conversation we've had in forever almost nice. and so that was that was great but it kind of got me wondering like your point about you know no nobody likes anybody really or or you know have like you how, noticed how, how nobody you... like your mama don't like you <laughs> <laughs> everybody think mama love you mama don't love you your, your mama do not love you if you doubt me stop doing what she want you to do tell her stop calling me or I'm not giving you any money. Don't buy her flowers on Mama's Day. You see how much your mama love you. Mama would go and build an army against you. My son or my daughter didn't buy me any flowers. And I had that baby. I, may, I took care of that baby. His old daddy didn't do nothing. Well, I just didn't get any flowers for you, right? She'll hate you for not buying flowers. She doesn't love you. Anyone that thinks that your mama loves you, you're a fool. Your daddy don't love you either. He's just a little easier than the mama thing because he kind of don't care anyway. He looks for a woman. But, so, <laughs> but what do you do? But what do you do though? Because but nobody loves each other. All, every human being have fake love for one another. It's all fake. And you can test it. You can prove me wrong. Test your friends. You see how much they love you. I, I agree with you, but what, what do and you, your woman what do you don't do, love you guys. What do you do? <laughs> be be in a crowd, and your and, and your woman, you're around some pretty ladies, right? And, and watch how your woman grabs your hand right away. Like I own this, right? And you push her hand away. You got a battle right there. She'll go off on you, embarrass you, and she don't love you. Really, it's all ego. 100% ego. Nobody love each other. I used to say we love one another. We don't love one another until you overcome the anger, the imagination.
And then God's love will love one another. Yeah. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, I mean, I, I agree with you, but what do you, like, Like, I mean, I myself am still in my own imagination 80% of the time. So, like, yeah. I'm, it's pretty rare you meet somebody who isn't also in their imagination. So It's almost do, impossible. I mean, do you just not interact with them until they reach a stage of being where they should be? Or, like, how, you how do you... You can interact, but be aware of what you're doing, of them. Be aware of yourself. Because what's so nice about the light, when you come into the light of God... You can be aware of Satan and of God, the light of God, all at the same time. But when you're totally in darkness, you're only aware of the darkness. But the light will let you see what's going on. It will let you see when people are lying to you, when they're playing you. It will also let you see if you're trying, you want something from them and you're not being yourself. You're being sneaky about that because you want something. When, when men tell women they love them, they're lying to them. They don't love you. They have a secret. They want something. Ladies, men don't love you. Sorry to tell you. <laughs> they don't love you. They have a secret. They want something from you. Either a place to stay, or they need money to buy some drugs, or they need the SES thing. But they don't love you at all. Because the next little woman walk down the road and look at them out the corner of their eye, they're gone. They're gone. And they love her as much as they love you. But anyway, I divert. No, that, that, that answered it. <laughs> so go ahead with your question. I'm sorry. So what do you do when you... Yeah, I mean, well, yeah. I mean, I, mean, I, I think you're, you're, what I hear you saying is, I mean, we're still going to interact with people in yeah. our lives, but you just have to be aware. I mean, you're just... Be aware of what is happening and, and I guess be, be cautious or, or understand when not to waste your energy. It or, will be clear. In the light, if you don't get into your imagination, it will be clear how to deal with every situation in life. Because what's going to happen, you're not going to have any situations. The real you don't have problems. Can you imagine you've been living your life thinking you have problems, going through hell, And you have none. What a sad way to live. When I look at the world, it fills me with sorrow. <laughs> Satan has deceived every human being. And he said he would. And God cannot help you as long as you have hatred of the heart. Because that is the nature of Satan. Satan is your daddy. So just watch Have no plan. Empty, have no ideas about anything. Even what I'm saying today, let it go in one ear. Don't hold on to the truth. Have no idea about God or what you read in the Bible or anything. Otherwise, Satan will play you with it. All ideas come from hell. None of your ideas are your own. You have never made a decision on your own. Not one. That's why everything you do is wrong. You got to go back and repair it. Or you worry about it. You got it, now you don't want to lose it. Because it came out of hell and you think it came from you. Isn't that amazing? Yes, sir. So did I answer your question? Yeah, did, yeah. Okay. I, I still need to do it or do all that. But, you know, but yes, I mean, just that awareness, I've clearly seen the last few weeks, it's made me. That awareness aware. is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Really. It really, really is. Yes, sir. 
I saw you yesterday walking down the street, right? Peeping in the windows. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I know the guy over there. Yeah, nice I was people. trying to. They're, you know, trying to jump on the uh, going out of business sales. So no. not really. It's not really a sale. They're still selling it at yeah regular price. So no. Um, but uh, I had a quick question. I ride down the road. I looked over like Let that white man looking in the window. <laughs> yeah. No. I, I was talking to the guy in there. He's a nice guy. Um, <laughs> he. Uh, uh, but I had a question about like. Um, it sounds like there's a difference. I mean, there is a difference between judging and discerning right from wrong, good and evil. Yes. Um, but I feel like there, it's it's easy to kind of blend the two, don't you think? No. Discerning and judging. Okay. Good. Discerning and what? And judging. No, so you the, can't blend. One hate the other. No, no, I know. but it's Judgment, like, hate, discernment. Right, right. Because discernment is from God. And hate and judgment is from Satan. So, what would what would you say then is like the? Di- I mean, other than that, like, what's the difference? Because I feel like for me, sometimes it's kind of hard to see the difference between judging and discerning. You know, uh, you won't know what it is until you overcome the anger right. and you stay out of the imagination. Okay. The one beautiful thing about overcoming anger, God changed your heart from anger to love. It's impossible to judge after that. You cannot judge. Because your heart is of love, meaning of the light of God, not emotional crap. Right. But in that light, you're able to see, I can't help myself, so it must mean other people can't help themselves. Right. And in that, you would not judge them. You would be honest, of course, but you wouldn't judge them. Okay. Cause wh- you would have no opinion about, you would see why they're going through what they're, what they're going through, you will see why they are doing the things that they are doing because if they have love, they couldn't do the things that they are doing. You cannot hurt your fellow. If human beings all had perfect love, there would be no war. There would never be a war. Well, one of the things that tripped me up uh, past weekend um, it didn't really trip me up. It's just something I noticed. Like I really like it was just setting off like a lot of, I guess, alarms in my head. Or just I just saw everything for what it was. Um, so I live in the area, and I they. That you know that Academy Museum on uh, Wilshire and Fairfax that's it's been open for a couple months like for the Oscars the oh, film yeah. Academy yeah I know who you're talking about yeah yeah so I live around the corner from there and they oh, gave, okay. they give out like tickets to like neighbors or something I was like oh, I'll check it out um, and I go in there and it's supposed to be like a museum about films and the you know the Academy basically and from the get go it was nothing but like little jabs at America, white people, everything you could think of. It's like everything that we talk about. Like the second you step in there, yeah. you pick up the pamphlet, the first thing it says is we'd like to first dedicate, acknowledge that, that this was built on stolen native land. And it's like, it's really creepy, like really weird stuff. And then like every corner, it's like this next exhibit. All evil. Yeah, like this next exhibit <laughs> might cause you discomfort because it t- talks about racism or when blackface was a thing or something like that. Yeah. And the whole time it was like, it was really not so subtle jabs that, like I said, America, white people, everything that we talk about. And the whole time I'm going through this place, it's like, how do these people not realize how evil this is? Like how wrong and evil and like it's not going to get us to anywhere good at the end of the day, you know? Right. And, and they don't want you to get anywhere good. That's what I was thinking. I was yeah. like, that's what I'm realizing is like, okay, this is how evil really operates. It's like. It's talk about talk about living in the past. I mean, this is it. Like yeah. they can instead of just celebrating like you know American cinema, American movies, uh, you know how influential the industry is. 
it's focusing on all the negative or all it's even like made up negative stuff. It's yeah. like this is how it operates. This is how it doesn't build. It doesn't create. It only destroys and takes away. And you know, maybe like a couple, like part of me like really did want to get angry and like start. Not like, not like literally screaming, but like really get angry at the whole experience. But then the other part of me was like, all right, it's almost like forgive them for they know what, not what they do. Yeah. It's like this is what happens when there's no good influence in your life. This is what happens when you're not focused on Christ or God. It's like, okay, this evil is what's kind of like evil is like the natural thing that will happen. They want you to be angry. That's why they keep doing it. Right. So that they can control you. Right. And when you're dating or even with your mother or father, if you argue with them, they'll control you. Mm-hmm. But if you don't argue, they go nuts. Yeah. They have to get some type of emotion from you because Satan live off emotions from others. You know, and I've been in a uh, scene where the wife would be like arguing at the husband, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, <clears throat> when I was a slut maker, that used to happen a lot. My girlfriend would be arguing at me. I'm like, why are you arguing? Right. And then if I say that, she said, oh, you don't love me. You don't care. Okay, I don't. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then as soon, after a while, she would say something that made me mad. Right. And now she's all happy. <laughs> she's going to relax. And here I am now running around crazy and she's relaxing yeah. because she got something from me. She got life from making me angry or making me feel good because they'll bait you a cake. If a woman can't get you mad... She'll bake you the best cake you ever had. <laughs> and you'll eat the cake, now you feel better. But she has control. Right. But if you can eat the cake, be conscious of eating the cake, she still loses. And for a few days, she'll be real nice. Right. You don't have to sleep on the couch anymore. You don't have to shower before bed or anything. <laughs> because she's trying to get control. Right. They control you through emotions. Really, through emotions. That's why emotions are evil. Every emotion is evil. Yeah. God is not an emotional God. He's a dispassionate God. Satan is an emotional God. Emo- think about emotions. They don't work. You think you're getting something from them, but you're not. Isn't so that amazing? It is. And it's like, I, I noticed now, like, it, the key really is just being able to, to discern. Otherwise, yeah. it, you'll get caught up in it and it'll just, Bring you down to hell. And every angry person has fear. Every angry person has fear. Right. They do. They may tell you they don't, but they have fear. Yeah, and they're all... And not just yeah. of the mask. I went over to the post office the other they're day. They're still wearing them, yeah. And, and the, and the mask told us we could take the, the, <laughs> the mask off, right? And he said, okay. My, the master said, and I'm telling these people, well, my master said we could take the mask off now. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I, I, I said, do y'all hear that the master said y'all can take the mask off until next time? <laughs> they looked at me like I was crazy. I was like, when my master said take the mask off, I take the mask off. <laughs> and when my master said put the mask on, I put it off. <laughs> they didn't believe the master had said it. It, they are afraid to take the mask off because they think the master may see them. <laughs> really, everybody, it was a long line. The workers had it on. The, 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 the customers had it. Looking just as dumb. I'm like, what's wrong with y'all? 
But they have fear because they have anger. Well, then how do we as, you know, Christians, I guess, how do we, what's the right way to kind of correct them or without judging? Like, what's, That is a good question. You know what I mean? How do we ask Christian? Yeah, like, let's take the mask thing, for example. Like, it was, it was dumb from the get-go. Yeah. Um, how do we just, you know, even though we, we can say we're living it by example, but, you know, at the end of the day, people aren't going to follow, aren't going to catch on to our example, then what, right. what do we do then? Just The you know. young man in the white shirt want to answer that. <laughs> yeah. Say what? Don't you want to answer? <laughs> how do you live? Are you a Christian? Are you a Christian? Uh, no. You're atheist? Uh, I, to be honest, I'm not sure. You, you don't know what you are? No. That's nice. It's best not to know to pretend that you are. Yeah. Right on. Is this your first time here? Yeah. Oh. No wonder you're like, yeah. <laughs> yeah he, he didn't know he was coming here. Yeah, I didn't know. Oh, yeah? yeah. No, yeah. what's your name? Where are we going? We're like, ah, where are we going? <laughs> yeah, it's a little surprise. That's a good way to get cool. him here. <laughs> what's your name? Uh, Devin. Devin? Devin, yeah. Devin? Devin. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, do you have anger? Yeah. You do? And and how did you become angry? Uh, I, I mean, it sounds like cliche, but I guess it's life. I mean, just different situations I've been put in. But, I mean, it's no different than anyone else, to be honest. But what in life made you angry? Uh, growing up, just, I mean, just the situations that it, what it was, to uh, be honest. Did you know that any male that has anger is a woman, a female? <laughs> No, I didn't know that. Hey, girl. <laughs> Good morning, girl. You, you didn't know that? No, I didn't know. Yeah, it's abnormal for men to have anger. It's an abnormal state of being. Did your friend, have your friends ever talked to you about your anger? I mean, it's not like I'm just angry all the time. It's not like, it's not, that's not what it is. I'm just saying y'all have anger sometimes. Eh? Right. But any, any, any male that has any iota of anger is a girl. Why is that? Because he has his mother's identity. I'm a mama's boy. I rest my case. Yeah. I mean, for sure. You got to forgive your mother for doing that to you so you can <laughs> overcome her. Otherwise, right. every woman you get involved would be mama and you become the boy. Have you noticed that? Nah. The girls don't control you? Nah. Oh, they control you. <laughs> <laughs> you like being angry? Nah. You like being your ma- a mama's boy? Sometimes, yeah. How old are you? 22. What a beta. Are you still living with mama? No. Uh, you don't live with mama? No. Uh, okay. Do you want to overcome the anger when you don't have it at all? I mean, to not have it at all, yeah. I mean, that's You nice. got to forgive your mother for <laughs> turning you away from your father and forgive your father for not protecting you. He couldn't handle your mother because your mother is his mother. You become attracted to what you hate. And so he couldn't protect you. That makes sense? Yeah. It does? I mean, I, I, it's not like I don't talk to my dad or nothing, but... I'm sorry? I mean, I, mean, I got relationships with both of them. It's just... Yeah, well, forgive him for not protecting you from mama. <laughs> he's afraid of your mama. Have you noticed that? Sometimes, yeah. Yeah, he's married to mama. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Aren't you glad you came? Yeah, it's cool. I like oh, okay, it. nice. I um, like what you're saying. So what now? I like the things you're saying up there. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's time to be a man. All right. Um, <laughs> who want to answer? 
Repeat your, restate your question. How do you discern? It's not, it's not even how you discern. It's just because I, I feel like I know how to discern personally. It's just where, where, we, where does that leave us if, like, we're trying to point people in the right way and it's just like they just want to go to hell, you know? They nice. just want to, you know, we, okay. just do, we just do our own thing, basically. So if you walk around with masks and yeah, you're yeah. angry and you're doing your thing, how to ask Christian, how do we... Yeah, or just people that know what right from wrong. You, didn't have, you don't even have to put under the heading of Christian, just like people that know right from wrong. It's nice. like how do we just, you know, get the world to see that, you know, without, like, beating them over the head with it. Right here, he want to respond to that, then Ermis want to tell you exactly what to do. Great question. Um, so what I do is I live as an example. I... I forgive, I understand that they can't help themselves, and when I, and then I speak the truth, and then I go about my way. So if they, however they respond to the truth, that's on them, and I don't, to let it bother me, no matter what. Nice. Ermis, how do you live in this crazy world where they wear masks, they don't want to take them off, they yell at you, uh, the world going crazy? How do you live in it? Yeah. How do you... That's right. That's the right question, right? How do you discern between discerning and judging it? Hmm. I don't know. I, I understand the question. How do you live in this crazy world without right. judging it but discern it? Is that right? Pretty much what you're asking? As a Christian. I think you just don't overreact to it, you know? Just live your life without judging it, you know what I mean? Okay. But how do you know when you're not judging it? Um, I mean, I think if you're resenting the situation, you know, whatever's going on, that's that's a sign that you're judging it. Or if you're overreacting to it or you're, like, annoyed by it, I think those are all signs of uh, judgment. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you. If you want to add to that, then I'll move on with this. How you live in this crazy world as a Christian without judging it but discerning, and so that discernment and judgment won't intertwine with one another. Um, well, at work, you know, there's kids that are doing virtual um, for different reasons. Some <clears throat> don't want to get vaccinated. Some have fear. The parents... Of um, they have fear of this virus or whatever. Um, I've just come to like just hear them out, listen to them, and just yeah, not judge them. Right? Um, they really believe in it and they want to quote unquote protect themselves. So that's them. But I'm not going to. I'm being an example of you know what I, what God has shown me, and I'm free and I haven't been wearing a mask. Okay. So, but I'm. I guess I'm not judging those people anymore. I'm like, they really cannot help themselves. You okay. know, they're really lost in that fear and that imagination. So. And do you live your life as a Christian? Yes. So he said as a Christian. You live as a Christian? Yes. You sure? Why yeah. do you live like I that? just don't, I, would, I, don't I, I, be, I believe I do. I just don't. If I have this revelation, this is the way that I see it, I think that's God in me and revealing okay 
you know, just being understanding, even listening to them, even though I don't agree with them. Right. Just even listening to what they have to say. Okay. Yeah, then just shutting them out or I don't agree with you. I don't want to hear that. Nice. Yeah. How do you live this life as a Christian with, in this crazy, crazy world because the world is crazy? And it's not like the earth is crazy. It's the people in the world that are crazy. How do you live without with discernment, without judging, and as a Christian? I think the first thing you have to do, obviously, is return to the Father. You got to do what now? You got to return to the Father to okay. get his love. I think that when you try to pick and choose and discern for yourself, you'll oftentimes get confused because sometimes things look wrong when they're actually right, and they look right when they're actually wrong. And so you have to allow yourself to receive the Father's love, which is true love. It's a non-emotional, completely consistent flow of love that comes from him to the man and to the children and the family. And so when you have that correct order and you're properly oriented, then you can be able to see evil but don't hate what you see. And that's the power that comes from that. And do you live as a Christian? Yes. How many people live as a Christian? And anybody else, atheists? Okay. Nice. You live as a Christian. Amazing. Um, okay. Here's how you do it. And just to add to what's already been said, you got to come out of the darkness. You really have to come out of the imagination. And it's going to take a while before you completely overcome the imagination. Don't think the imagination is going to be gone overnight. Right? Like I said, when, when she mentioned earlier, that little light lets you see. And, and it starts to, a little light, right? But the ego, the not you, does not want to die. It really wants to stay. And it's not easy, but a little light. When you're in that light, you don't identify as anything. You don't, I don't live life as a Christian. I used to. Because living life as a Christian means you identify with that. And then as a Christian, Satan give you all ideas what kind of, what a Christian should do and should not do and how a Christian should act and make you think you're better than an atheist or you're better than a non-Christian. Have you ever seen that? Notice that? The, it's like the Bible thumper Christians think they're better than the non-Bible thumper Christians, right? You don't want to get an identity from anything of this world. Anything or anyone. Not from your imagination, not from being a Christian. You just, you will get to the point where you just live. You'll get, all opinions will be taken away from you. And all you will have is the ability to see. And it's seeing is everything. You're in it but not of it. You're protected from it without any opinion or identity with it at all. Because I'm telling you, the moment you think you're a Christian, that's where all hell break loose. Because now you got to try to live a certain way, talk a certain way, act a certain way, be a certain way, and it has nothing to do with God. It's just another false identity. Because today you can feel like a Christian, tonight you won't. <laughs> you feel like a sinner. Because you had a bad thought, right? Oh, I feel like a sinner. Or you accidentally cursed. Oh, I feel like a sinner. And Satan used that. Have no identity with anything or anybody or anything of this world. 
including imagination, then you will not judge. Yeah. Off of that living as a Christian thing, I get I get that we're not really supposed to hold on to that as our identity. Right. But as far as practically speaking, like how we live our lives, aren't we called to be Christ-like? And you will be. You will have the spirit of Christ when you're out of the imagination. Okay. You will have the same spirit as in Christ is in us. You just don't know it because you live in thoughts. Right. And you will be Christ-like. So it's not like we should be going out throughout the day like what would Jesus do what would Jesus do what right Jesus that's do? Yeah. dumb yeah 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 that's so dumb made me want to holler yeah no I yeah yeah how are you going to figure out what Jesus would do in a situation <laughs> yeah oh I'm in this situation what would Jesus do about this <laughs> and the moment you ask that question Satan will give you the answer interesting <laughs> he would give you the answer right. walk by the spirit of Christ Christ walked by the light of God the same spirit that God has is in Christ it's in us. Gotcha. Really? Yeah. It will guide you. Isn't that amazing? Amazing. Oh, amazing. Life is so easy. It's just difficult because you're living in your head with all kinds of ideas. You have to have no ideas. Make no decisions. You have to live without making one decision. No decision. Because when you make a decision, because you're in your imagination, Satan is making that decision for you. You're not making that decision. Of ourselves, we can do nothing, and of ourselves, we know nothing. We literally know nothing. We are dumb. And the intellect makes you think you know something, and that's, just, that's Satan, intellect. Okay, let me take here first, and then I'll come to you. And, hey, do you have a question for me? Yeah. Okay, and I'll come to you. Right here. Um, hi, Jesse. Hey, buddy. Um, I wanted to say I realized um, when I have a when I when I reflect, I could go in de- I could go in deeper when I'm not judging. The moment I judge something as good or bad, yep, that's when it stops. Yep. And when you stop judging, you start seeing in the world like like signs that's meant for you because if once you get to know yourself, you start seeing like uh, what you need. You know what you need, right? One hundred percent. You start to see. And I started not um, liking the word process. I don't like. I notice when people use it's a process. I'm like, I don't like that word. And I found another one. Maybe I, don't, I would like to know what you think. Uh, it, it's not a process, but you expand. You start, it's another word for growing, right? Yeah, you definitely grow. The, and it's definitely not a process. Don't let Satan tell you that this is a process. This is a matter of seeing. Coming out of the darkness into the light. It's not a process, but you do grow. Right. But you're growing in the light instead of the darkness. The con- consciousness expands. Yes. And there's like levels to that. and Absolutely, man. And... When you're saying like what you need, what would, what would, how do you interact with other people? You could go down to that level. You know what they need, and then bring them out of it, and then only know. if they want to come out, right? And they, you would know that. Yeah, most people don't want to come out. Once they They're stop complaining, fighting. they don't know. They don't have anything to talk about. Right. Absolutely. But yeah. 
That's it. Have you ever been at a, a, a dinner table, a lunch table, at a meeting, or hanging out with a bunch of folks, and you just sit there and they just chatter, chatting about nothing? And they act like they're having a real conversation. And it's all so empty and it's about nothing and it's all ego. But you know, you discern it. You don't hate it for it. You understand you've been there, right? But it's about nothing. They don't have real talk. You're absolutely right, man. You rise in consciousness. And, and God is from above and within us. He'll bring you up to his level. That's why he said, take on my way. My ways are easy. I will renew your mind. When you come to him, he will renew your mind to his mindset instead of Satan's mindset. Yes, ma'am. Oh, hold on a minute. Nick, Nick stand there with his arm full. What are you thinking about? Yes. I just want to go back to what you're saying about the decisions because we make decisions all the time. Right. So are you, are you talking about like just practical decisions or like all decisions? Well, when you, you, you should make practical decisions. You know, like, am I going to church today? Mm-hmm. Or I want lunch, I want ham hot or chicken. Okay. That kind of stuff. It's a, it's, that's a tool. Mm-hmm. Once you have the dinner, the dinner's over. <laughs> Unless you're on some type of ego trip and now you got to think, oh, that sure was a good meal. You think about it all night, right? <laughs> but, <laughs> but you don't live by that. So you don't want to m- make decisions from the imagination, from thoughts. Okay. I guess that goes back to... Not being in your head. Right. Not constantly thinking. Absolutely. Let every thought pass. Okay. Every thought. Are you a fighter? That's the old biblical question. on the way here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I think I agree with what my husband was saying in the car on the way here, because when we heard about it two weeks ago when we were here, we were thinking, oh, yeah, we should be a fighter. But I think I agree with what Anthony was saying about not being a fighter, because then you're kind of in your head. Maybe you can explain it better than I could. But, but, um, yeah, no. Sage just told you, let your husband... Sage <laughs> just told you, let your husband think. Yeah, you don't need mama. Remember last week you were about to cry. He was like... Oh, I was crying, yeah. <laughs> don't you hate it when someone pats you and you're about to cry? You, you don't want to cry in the public I as know. it is. Mm-hmm. You're trying to hold it and mama pat you on the back. <laughs> It's over. Yeah. That's not running everywhere. (laughs) Okay. But uh, so as long as you're not in the imagination, you won't make decisions. You make practical decisions, but not live by them. So just let it go. Absolutely. Let all thoughts go. Okay. So are you a fighter? I would... I'd be lying if I said that I wasn't, because I think, yeah, I would say so. I'm not. I don't. I don't think I should be, but I think I am. Yeah. And why are you? Because I know. I don't answer that, but I would say I'm a fighter because I'm quite not aggressive, but like I know what. Like I, like if I set a goal. I like I want to achieve it right. in lots of different areas of life and to stay motivated. Um, so I would say yes, but the more I'm going on this journey, I'm realizing that I need to not be like that and I need to relax. So yeah. So what, you still set goals? Certain goals. Like, uh, without being all personal, what goal do you set? Give me one example of a goal. 
making sure that I'm working out regularly. Making sure you're working happen. out regularly? Yeah. You see that as a goal? Something that is, because for me, I find that I struggle with that, like being consistent in, in certain areas. Right. Um, in other areas, I'm very consistent, but in some areas, I'm like terrible. So I have to set goals to so make sure that I meet them. So you set a goal to work out, you wouldn't work out? Oh, I make up all sorts of excuses, and then I don't do it. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, with the hat on the back, are you a fighter? Am I a fighter? Yes. No. You're not a fighter? No. And why uh, not? Um, well, I, I used to be. I used to argue with everybody. I used to fight with everybody. Like, they didn't agree with me or see my point. But then uh, I, I realized that... Um, there's no point in arguing with a fool because from far away they don't know who's who, and so I just I just live my life. I I don't I don't care at all. Like people's problems are, it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. Okay. Like, Amazing. So no, I just, I I just float. That's it. I don't fight. Oh Lord. <laughs> nice. <laughs> he a floater, not a fighter. <laughs> <laughs> so like a song, float on, float on. Did you have your hand for me a, a while back? You had mm -hmm. a question, yeah. No. What? Uh, oh yeah, no. I, I was. I just wanted to say something on the lines of uh, of uh, of what he said. Oh, okay. About discernment and, and anger and being a Christian. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the the, the difference is uh, judgment is not my job, right? That's Yahweh's job, and so. You said judgment of what? It, it's Yahweh, Yahweh's job, right? Yahweh? Yeah, Yahweh. Who is Yahweh? Wait, Yahweh, Yahweh's. He said, "Are you black?" No, no. That's Yahweh. No, no, but Yahweh's the real name of God. Oh, you said Yahweh. Yahweh. Oh, yeah. what the? Yeah, no, because God is uh, something that the Catholic Church that uh, they created. It means gold, oil, and drugs, and backwards oh. is dogma. <laughs> Yeah. Let's not get on the Catholic Church again. <laughs> we had a whole thing about that Thursday night. <laughs> and I think I'll be debating another uh, about that some more coming up soon. So. But anyway, go ahead with Yahweh. No, no I, I was just going to say, ju judgment has, uh, has hatred. The, the discernment, a person will say it, and, th and then they'll leave. Like, it, there's no point of, um, if, if someone really wants to believe something, if it's wrong... I can't change their mind. They've no. already made their mind up. So you say it once, you put the seed, with it. and then you're done with it. It's yeah. like it has nothing to do with you. That's right. It's it. Yeah. Absolutely. Nice. Yeah. How long have you been using the name Yahweh? Are you Jewish? <laughs> no, hell no. <laughs> uh, that's not a bad thing. What the? you judging. He just said he doesn't judge. Now you're judging the Jews. I'm not judging the Jews. I love them, but I'm not Jewish. Oh, but you won't want to be one. No. Yes. Um, in the chat, Richard asks, how can we overcome our thoughts if we can't do nothing ourselves? When you realize you can't do nothing, you let go. You're all in, and that's when God will step in because you're not doing it. And that's why I ask the question, are you a fighter? Most people are fighters. I used to be that way too, meaning I tried to fight the devil. I tried to defeat evil. 
trying to make myself be a certain way and this way or that way, right? Don't be a fighter. You cannot fight spiritual things. You can't fight your issues. You can't fight what's happening in that fallen state. You let go and you be all in and God will take care of it for you. Because Satan wants you to fight with him. It's just two devils fighting with one another. He wants you to judge yourself. He wants you to have an opinion so you can fight with him and get nowhere. He will win. But if you stop fighting spiritually, don't fight. And I don't mean don't protect yourself in a physical way. I meant spiritually. Because a lot of people thought I meant physical. But I meant spiritual. Stop fighting. All you're doing is giving room to the devil. Really, that's all you're doing. You got to let go and be all in and just let it happen. Whatever happens, so shall it be. And you have to be willing to endure the ego death pain. Because when you stop fighting the spiritual fight, the ego will have a fit because it needs you to fight with it in order to stay alive. But when you don't fight with it, it has to die. And you will sink down in the deeper hell and then you'll rise again. You'll be fine. But you got to stop fighting. Stop judging yourself. Stop having an opinion about it. It's enough to just see it and don't do anything else about it. When thoughts come, just see them. Don't deny them. Don't suppress. Don't try to control. It's the light that is allowing you to see it. That's all needed. Pray and watch. Have no opinion about it. Don't call it good or evil. It will, you will see what it is. But you cannot put up in a fight if you want to be free. Satan wants you to fight. So that brings me to this question. Um, and time going by real fast, so I have to rush. Does the devil know that? We had an amazing meeting Thursday night, by the way. Oh, it was deep. Uh, I want to ask this young man with a beard. Does the devil know he's the devil? Well, I suppose you'd have to ask him. But I uh, would. Jesus wept when he um, when he saw that girl die, and um, does that make him wrong or sinful or evil because he was feeling an emotion? Does because the he's devil the, he's know? The example, yes. God does, judges Satan. He are you asking my question or are you asking a question? I'm asking a series of why is God evil according to your logic? Because he, no, God feels no, emotion. Christ is not evil. And Christ did not feel the emotion that you feel in the ego. He didn't feel the emotion like that. He wept because the people couldn't see. But not like what you were doing. You know, what human beings do in that fallen state. When human beings, we, it's all ego. But you said all emotion is evil. They don't care about the person that died. They feel sorry for themselves. They, they're thinking about themselves. That's why they weep. But they pretend they care about the person that's dead. The person dead, what can you do? Right? But it made them feel, oh, I love that person. I'm a good person. I'm a right because I cry. I care. Uh, poor soul. I'm looking at the reporters over uh, watching the people that are being killed in Ukraine. And they show a lot of women and children, and they're like, oh, they're killing the women and children. Poor ladies, poor. They can care less about that. It just makes them feel holy. It makes them feel good. It makes them think they're righteous and better 
because they emotionally carry all like that, but they can care less. Zero. So Christ didn't have that kind of emotion. Well, he, you're saying that all emotion is evil. All the emotion is evil. So, right. Because so it's so all he, he evil. He felt something because he, he, he wept. Cause he, I know, but it was discernment. So. It was because the people were blind and could not see. And you could share the tear without being emotional. I suppose you'd have to ask Christ that. I have to ask who? You'd have to know Jesus or ask him yourself to really well, know when you're you're, in the you're light of that. When you're in the light of the Father, all things are known. Nothing hidden from you. Well, you said all thoughts are evil yourself, so maybe your thought right now could be evil. How do you discern what is right, what is wrong when you say all thoughts are evil? Because when you're in the light, you can see. How do you know that you're in the light? You'll be able to see. But someone else who could claim that they're in the light could say that as well. Right, they can, but that's up to them. That's why you should know yourself, know for yourself. So I got to ask, does the devil know he's the devil? You'd have to ask him. I would have to ask the devil? Yes. Amazing. Um, Right here, he won't answer. Does the devil know he's the devil? Yes, I think so. And why do you say yes? Right on, answer, but why, how do you know? Because he tries to control other people. Okay, deep. Did you get angry at your sister this week? Did she make you mad? Yeah, a little. Burn him. <laughs> Remember I said, don't let him make you angry. Yeah. And, and any guy that has anger is what? A beta. A beta girl. <laughs> uh, nice. Does the devil know he's the devil? This is such a good question. My first, um, yeah, I, I'm going to say yes. And why why do you say yes? Um because oh gosh. Um I don't know. I don't think I know. Um I just want to I guess I want to say that um He's been for, like, in existence for, like, a long time, even before um, humans were created. So, um, yeah. So the devil knows he's the devil? Yeah. He has a lot of knowledge that human beings have um, been trying to contact him for thousands of years. Okay. Yes, sir. Does the devil know he's the devil? I don't think the devil knows he's the devil. And why not? Because I think that kind of understanding comes from uh, light and truth. Being able to discern, being able to see comes from God. And so he can't see anything. He just operates on ego. Amazing. Does the devil know he's the devil? No, I don't think so. Because, um, you know, Lucifer has been around a long time. And most people who think that they're doing the right thing, uh, evil people think they're doing the right thing. 
a lot of people, you know, but they they think you never see people say, well, I did it because I love you. That's why I killed that person or that's why I did this. And the devil's just doing what he does. You know, he's just like, this is what I know. This is what I'm doing. And he, he thinks he's right. Him being, you know, him being cast down is like, I'm right. You know, like, I'm, I'm doing what I believe is the right thing to do. And um, so I don't think he's walking around like, yeah, I'm the devil. I'm supposed to deceive. No, I don't think that's what's happening. I believe he's, he's a being. He's been around a long time. And he's a, he's a deceiver, but he didn't think he was deceiving at the time. He's like, nah, God's wrong. I'm right. You guys, should, you guys should come with me. <laughs> nice. You know, so. Hassan, were you, were you here Thursday night? Oh, Hassan. Um, were you here Thursday night, Raymond? Uh, no. Oh, okay. Does the devil know that he's the devil? I don't believe he knows he's the devil. Why is that? Because if he was, he wouldn't, he wouldn't be a be a threat to anyone. He live uh, to him. Everything <laughs> he does is right. Uh, is right because. Uh, as uh, as Milton uh, as Milton stated in his book Paradise Lost about uh, the character Lucifer said it's better to rule in in your own hell than to serve somebody else's heaven. Amazing. Okay, the young man behind you. Does the devil know he's the devil? Uh, I I think that um I, at first uh, he doesn't because I I think that um, Lucifer is the is the uh, the state our spirit is in. It's like a, our, our spirits are the Lucifers that fall into our bodies, which is the world. And so I believe that at first it, it doesn't know. But once you're shown or you reach this part of your life where you see light, um, I believe that then you know and you know how to return to the Father. Okay. Yeah. Amazing. Oh, oh, oh sir, uh, my, 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 my homie over here, he, he was saying right now, he's like, hey, man, he's acting uh, like he never gets angry. Yeah, you said that, bro. <laughs> See, he didn't say that, mama. <laughs> he just made you to a liar. You know how kids sometimes, mama speak for the kids, and the kids like, I didn't say that. And now the mama looks silly. <laughs> so what? You made that up? Oh, hold on one minute. So what now? She didn't tell me. I, I tried oh, yeah, to I know. It out. I know that came from you. I'm glad that didn't come from Mama. <laughs> That's right. No, I wasn't talking about that. You're right about that. Um, does the devil know he's the devil? I don't. I don't think so. I think he believes that he's God. And, and why do you believe that? Because it seems that just from like reading what happened in the Bible or like hearing about Satan that he wanted to be God and he controls people. Even you say like when you're like in your imagination or when you're making decisions is not you, is Satan because Satan is your daddy. So like Satan is God. Mm-hmm. So I think that I don't think that he knows that he's the devil. I think he sees himself as being God. Okay. You Were you here Thursday night? Uh, does the devil know he's the devil? Thank you. My first idea was that 
What did I think? No. No, no, no. Yes, that he does. He knows he's the devil? Yeah. Oh, that's okay. right. And why do you think he knows that he's the devil? I'm really not sure. But that just came to me first thing. Oh, okay. Yeah. But uh, I listen to other people I can see. What? When people are jealous, envious, mm. when they try to hurt one another, when they lie, cheat, and steal, rob, rape, and do all that stuff, do they know they're the devil? No. They don't know they're the devil. So then why do you think Satan knows he's the devil? Um, because he... He, the manipulation, the influence that he has, um, that he, you know, he puts that on people. So that's where I came with that. Oh, okay. You know. The devil does not know he's the devil. The devil thinks he's the light. He thinks he's an angel of light. And the proof will look at his children. Anyone that has anger... Anyone that has one iota of anger is a son or a daughter of Satan. and But they don't know they're the devil. They think they're of love. They think they're of love because they smile at you a certain way or they may say something nice or, or they may try to hurt someone. They'll tell themselves they're trying to help. Uh, they gossip. They lie. They steal. But they don't realize that they are of the devil. They are devils and that they have Satan nature. They think that they are Christians. Christians do that to one another too, right? They think they're of God. They think they're Christians when they're really devils. Satan does not know he's the devil, and you can see it in his children. They don't know they're the devil. To get revenge is devil. But in their mind, someone said in their mind, they think they're doing the right thing. They think they're helping when really they are trying to destroy you. They're trying to hurt you. When your mama follow you to West Hill, when your mama calling you every morning, how you doing, babe? <laughs> <laughs> mama need a dollar. You coming over? Or when you tell her to stay away from me, I want to have my family. She doesn't know she's the devil. When fathers can't deal with mothers uh, and protect their children from the mother, they don't know that they're devils. They don't know that. Anyone who has not been born of the Father is a devil. And you think you're the angel of light. Anyone that makes decisions is a devil because you think you're making your own decisions. Anyone that have a plan in life is a devil because you think you know what you want. You think you know what you want. <laughs> you're the devil. All in the name of Jesus. Anyone that has ideas is the devil, but you don't know you're the devil. Anyone that thinks they know how life should go is the devil. Of ourselves, we know nothing. Of ourselves, we are nothing. We can do nothing. We know nothing. You have to be all in with God or you're all in with Satan. You're all in with God or you're all in with Satan. And when you... One of the ways to know that you're all in with God, you have no plan, you don't try to stop anything from happening, you allow life to just happen, whether it's bad or good. You let it happen. Don't put up a fight. And you will see that God is with you.
just like Satan been with you, you will see that God is with you. He'll save you from all this mess. And you'll be in this world and the war going on and everybody wearing masks and people freaking out. They're selling their products and everything, right? You will see not to do it. And you will see when to do it. But you will not operate in fear. You will not be of your father, the devil. Really, you'll be in this world and everybody around you going nuts, taking three or four shots. And can't wait for next year to take another shot. <laughs> they took, I have family members, they're so proud. Oh, I took, I took the three shots and then the, what do you call the other thing? Two shots and a what? Booster. Two shots and a booster. And just a proud about it. Hey, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing fine. What you been doing? Oh, I went and took my shot. <laughs> like, I had the booster today. And then they get sick. They get sick with the virus. I'm like, what about the shot? They're so proud of the shot. And that's why they look down on others that don't take the shot. Because they feel all proud they took the shot. Or you cannot take the shot and feel all proud that you didn't take it. And you're just the one that took it rather than discerning it. You know what I'm saying? So in closing, you got to be all in with God. You got to be willing to let the ego completely die. It feels like you're thinking and dying. It's not you. It's that thing you've been identifying with. If your wife want to leave, let her go. Bye. Really? I'm going to leave you. Okay. How soon can you leave? <laughs> Don't leave your home. She'll tell you, you got to move. I'm saying, I'm saying, you move. Uh, uh-uh, you don't want to leave. You leave. In my house. Say thing with the wife. The husband want to leave? Bye. Don't be crying and carrying on. What you crying for? The man want to leave? Let leave. You know what I mean? So you got to be all in or not. And, and you're going to see the, the uh, when you're all in with God, you're going to see how Satan play your mind. He makes you think about reputation. He makes you think about what others think of you. He makes you think about what you would get, get or lose. He makes you think about being alone and all that kind of crap, right? And you'll see it's not you. It's stuff you have identified with. All right? So you got to be all in or not. I highly recommend you get to know yourself, stay on that path, do this prayer, and watch. Watch the thoughts, but don't hold on to them. All right? Uh, and stay with it. I don't care in the whole world. If the whole, the whole world turned against Putin, I'm like, right on. And he's still doing his thing, blowing him up. <laughs> he's still winning the war. And then they're like, Mr. Mr. President of Ukraine, Mr. Putin, Mr. Putin, help me. And to the UN, Mr. UN, y'all help me, y'all send some help. Do a no-fly zone. And then you're like, uh-uh, I ain't doing no, no, I want no war. Putin just laid back winning. And then he cut out the media so you don't know what's going on. And they are mad at Putin for preventing the media from reporting what's happening. They're doing the same thing here. Be a conservative and tell the truth. Don't you get knocked off YouTube right away? Be a white supremacist. Won't you get knocked off? They're doing the same thing in America, what they say Putin is doing over there with the media. Duh. 
Okay, he sent he sent me out. Y'all doing this? Oh, he 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 cut off YouTube. They do the same thing here. A white man say something, they off. Just like that in America. So if America can do it, why can't Putin do it? What's good for the goose is good for the gander. I'm just saying, pay attention. Don't get caught up with the emotional crap. Pay attention. I can't take it. I, I got it in. Brand new biblical question. Brand new. Uh, what is it? Really? You answered it. <laughs> no, I didn't. Isn't it? Isn't it? Uh, does the devil know? No, that's not it. I got a new one. I don't know. What it is. Remember, I said I was going to talk about that one today. No, I don't. What, I had, what do what men and women uh, want from each other? Yeah. What do men and women want from each other? What the new biblical question? What do men and women want from each other? Ooh. <laughs> yes, sir. Oh, let them hear that. Say so what? To control each other. Now I got to change the biblical question. <laughs> right on. <laughs> Listen to the child. Oh, amazing. You're right about that, but a little bit more to it. So, but you're absolutely right. Really. They want to control one another for sure. But it goes a little bit deeper, and I want to leave it out there. But thank you, man. Right on. See, if you don't let your sister or anyone make you angry, you're going to be wiser and wiser and wiser. All right? Just stay away from anger. Did your brother make you angry this week? Not really. See there? Yeah, stay away from anger. Nice. Thank you. So that's the biblical question. What do women want from men? Jesse, um, I want like I guess um, protection and somebody to guide me, lead me. What do women want? From, what do you want from men? From a man or men? Um, sure, she got it to be led, um, but I think most of the world. Um, you want, want to be loved, led, led. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, it's. It's natural to be want want to be led to want uh, a man to follow. Are but you I, too sh- are you too shy to answer that question for me? Do you mind answer that? She doesn't mind. Okay. What do women? What do you want from a man? Um, I would say comfort. You I, want comfort from a man? I would say so. Like just having someone. I guess not to like rely on, but just having someone there. Okay. Um. I guess for me that comes from because I didn't really have someone there growing up. Like, uh, oh, you didn't have anyone. You didn't have your father there. No. Uh, were your mother there? Yes, but I wouldn't say that she gave me as much attention as right. like an actual mother should. Oh, okay. So, I would say like I wouldn't say from a man specifically, but just having someone beside you is like very comforting, and like that's what I would like. Nice. Uh, did you forgive your mother for that? And your father? Um, well, I don't know my father. So you don't even know him? I don't know him at all. Your, your mama don't know who he was? Yeah, but... When um, you ask about it, what does she say? She doesn't really tell me anything. What she an just, evil woman. Yeah, the only thing she told me that I remember, uh, she told me that he just didn't want to be in my life. Like, he just left. Because uh, I guess he didn't want to raise a child. And that led to her, like, moving on to, like, other men. And then... What a slut. <laughs> um, 
And then that became chaotic, <coughs> and then that just led to problems in my life. I highly recommend. So she does. She won't tell you any of his family members or anything. No. And you don't know any of his family members or anyone. I don't know anyone. I want you to forgive her for that, for keeping you away from your father. She's evil, so that God can help you overcome that anger. You'll take that anger, and that way you won't repeat that cycle. You won't do that if you should get married or have children. You won't do that to them. So you go to your mother and say, you know what? I'm sorry for resenting you for being so wicked. I know now you can't help it. And you, you should tell me who my father is, but I understand you're too evil to tell me, but I'm not going to hate you for it. So yeah. you could be free. Yeah. All right? Yeah. Was this meeting helpful today at all for you? Uh, a little bit, yes. In what way? One little bit way. Um, well, I understand, like, where you came from with, like, like believing thoughts. I yeah. feel like Johnny here, like, he usually tells me that. Yeah, that I yeah. Should, I shouldn't be believing in my thoughts. And I think it's right because I do see myself sometimes, like, I guess, believing. Because when it comes to my mom, she never told me anything about my dad. Yeah. The only thing I do know of him is his first name. And so that's in my head. Like sometimes I believe that, oh, maybe he wasn't like the best person in the world, which is good that he isn't in my life. But then again, I don't know him. That's then, right. So I can't really say anything about that. Don't believe anything your mother say about your father. Women don't tell the truth. And when fathers leave, they don't leave their children. They leave the mother. But the mother's not going to tell you, oh, your dad had left me because I was just crazy. He didn't know how to handle me. So he loved you. He just couldn't handle me. They'll, make, they'll play bitch about like they Oh, your dad beat me. Your dad left us. It's not true. Fathers love their children. When they leave, they leave the mother. They don't leave their children. And then the mother keep the children away and pretend it's the father. Yeah. Because they're liars. So don't believe your mother about anything about your father. Wait until you find out for yourself. Yeah. All right? Amazing. That wasn't so hard, right? No. Nice. Okay. In the white shirt, what do you want from a woman? <laughs> So what now? I'd rather not answer. You'd rather not answer? Yeah. But you do know what you want? Uh, yeah, I think so. Amazing. Do you want the right thing? Don't say what it is you want to, but is this the right thing that you want from a woman? Uh, I mean, I can't say if it's right or wrong. I don't know. Speaking to the mic for me. I can't say if it's right or wrong. I'm not sure. Oh, okay. I mean, it, to me, I would say it's, it's, I mean, it's right, but I mean, to someone else, it might not be. Oh, I get it. Okay. Nice. How long have you been wearing earrings? How long you been uh, wearing earrings? I don't know, a couple of years. Oh, yeah? Do you feel pretty in the morning when you put them on? Yeah, I do. Oh, you're all mama. I do. And when you take them off, like, Lord, I'm tired of these earrings. <laughs> no, nah, I don't take them off. You don't? No. Nah. You love sleeping in them? Yeah, I do. Oh, you got to hurry overcome your mama. You said what? You got to overcome your mama, man. So what you can get past that, really. Past what? Long story. But we'll get to I'm glad so, you're Because I'm wearing earrings? Huh? Because I'm wearing earrings? Well, much oh. more than that. But because so, I'm out So what does the earrings have to do with any of it, though? So what now? What does asking about my earrings have to do with any of it? No, I just wonder how long you've been wearing them. For sure. Yeah. Just wonder why. Amazing. Listen, we are out of time. Thank you for your support. Don't forget to pray and watch. 
uh, get on that path and stay there. Everybody else fall away from it because only a few will stay on the straight and narrow path. Most people are going the wide road. All right. Uh, so the brand new biblical question, what do men want, men and women want from one another, from each other? What do men and women want from each other? All right. Thanks for your support. We need counseling. We have the best counseling service. Any announcement, Hermes? Yes. Um, we have the best counseling service on this side of heaven. Don't forget to tune into the radio show. If you have uh, suggestions for the show, contact Nick, producer at com. Have some ideas or guests, or guests for the show. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you all for coming. I appreciate it. Amazing. Amazing. So Nick is coming with.